pastor started a series on prosperity, and that went for several weeks, as y'all all know. And um, and he was teaching a series on getting out of debt, God's way, and um, and you know how many of you know that God's way is always the faith way. Hallelujah, faith, faith's always involved if God's involved. Hallelujah, and so uh, praise God. And so um, <clears throat> by inspiration of the Holy Spirit, this entire congregation, I suppose, I hope everybody participated. We took some steps of faith. And we got, gathered all our bills together and we released our faith. And we acted on our faith by stamping them paid with a paid stamp. And praise God for that. Now I want to just do something kind of quickly. And I want you to stand up, okay? If you have paid off any bills since January 1st, I want you to stand up. I have. I'm standing up. Okay. Hallelujah. Okay, now sit down. If anybody, if you've gotten a raise since January 1st, any, any amount of raise, anybody that's gotten a raise since January 1st, hallelujah, amen. Okay, anybody in here that's gotten unexpected money of any kind, if you've gotten unexpected money of any kind, and we're standing up, me and Pastor. Hallelujah, praise God. I mean, I don't care if it was $5 if you didn't expect it, amen. How many of you got a bigger tax refund than you expected? Everybody stand up. They got a bigger... T I'm sitting down. <laughs> Me and Pastor had to... P we had to pay. <laughs> Hallelujah. But anyway, okay. How many of... If you... I want you to stand up. If you've sold something since January 1st. Nobody sold anything? I've sold something. I'm standing up. Okay? Okay. If you have a new job since January 1st, stand up. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Uh, if you've been promoted on your job, maybe it was just a title, maybe it didn't result in a raise or whatever, but if you got a promotion of any kind, stand up since January 1st. Okay. There was a prom one promotion. Hallelujah. So, I, so we had several on most of those and one on at least all of them. Hallelujah. And so right now what we need to do uh, is we need to give thanks. Because you know that's God. Yeah. And, you know, I want to, so I want us to take the time right now to just corporately give thanks for what God has done for us since January 1st. So let's just take a minute. Oh, God, we thank you. Thank you, Lord. Praise Lord, I God. thank you, Lord, for the little things. Lord, all that you've done and all you're doing. Praise God. So I do want to encourage you that you, if you have already let go of this step of faith we took, in other words, you kind of just put it on your desk or your file and you just kind of forgot what we did back in the early part of the year, I want to encourage you to get back on it. The purpose of vision is that we don't let go of it. You know, in Habakkuk it says to write the vision on tablets and made it, make it plain that he that seeth it may run. And so the purpose of even having a vision is to keep us on it. It's not just to say, oh, well, yeah, I had a vision sometime somewhere. No, no, the purpose of God giving us a, a, a goal, when I'm speaking of vision, I'm not talking about a heavenly vision. I'm talking about a goal or him giving us a, a it's really a desire that, that he's planted in us. It's really a seeing into the future of what he's desires for us. You know, it's a, and so uh, <clears throat> the purpose of it is to keep us uh, with it in our forefront and of our minds and keep us with our faith on it. And so I want you to get back on it if you got off of it, okay? 
And um, in the giving of thanks there, it's important that we give thanks because being thankful is a major key to walking in covenant. You know, if God does little things for us, and we aren't even taking the time to be thankful, or if we just don't mean to be unthankful, but we just kind of overlook them, or just say, oh, well, that just happened. And you know, some of these, like a, a bigger tax refund than you expected, you might have just said, well, that just happened. That wasn't God, but I think it's God. You know, I really expect God to be involved in every part of my life. Every part. I really do. Um, you know, even if it's something little that somebody gives me, you know, a bracelet or something like that. I, I mean, I think it's God. Amen. I really do. And so um, being thankful uh, helps us more accurately and more completely walk in covenant. And if we don't acknowledge the little things that he does, and I think sometimes he starts with little just to test us. Well, I know he does because he says those that are faithful over little will be master and ruler over much. And so if we are thankful over the little things, then he gets a lot more excited about bringing big things to us. Amen? And you know, it also shows that we're spiritually alert, that we're not... Um, what do you call it? Uh, not um, kind of uh, dull. Dull. You know, in Hebrews it said they had become dull of hearing. That we're not dull spiritually. In other words, when God moves in our lives, we actually pick up on it. Amen. I feel like this is a little too hot tonight, so I'm kind of keeping it way off. Okay, so we, we're not dull. We actually pick up on the fact that God's doing something. We thank Him for it, and we are, you know, we're just really always more conscious of the spirit realm. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now, uh, <clears throat> when Pastor was teaching this back in the early part of the year, I knew God was going to add some things to it. I knew I had something that He gave me personally, and I knew that at some point I was going to teach that. And so there's two more parts that God wants you to have to this concerning, you know, and we've already released our faith that our bills are paid off and all that. And so, but there's two more steps or there's two more things that God wants us to know. And uh, yesterday afternoon as I was praying and just fellowshipping with the Lord, I realized that it was tonight. And so I asked Pastor if that was good and he said yes. So tonight we're going to get the rest of it, okay? Hallelujah. Now last, when Pastor was teaching that in the, in the early part of the year, the Lord dropped down into me personally, a personal, and I, and I, you know, God doesn't give me anything personal that's not for sharing with you, to help you, uh, uh, to help you, hallelujah. And so this is for you too, but he gave me a strategy for paying off those bills. And so Pastor and I, we kind of divided ours up. And I had three in my folder, and he has, I don't know how many in his folder. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. But we do have bills too. You know, we have house payments and stuff like that too. And so uh, God gave me just, you know, as, as we prayed and as we acted in faith on those things that Pastor told us to do, uh, <clears throat> God just dropped this strategy for how to do it down in my heart. And you know, you may already know this, and if you do, well, praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. But I still think I'm going to give you some things that are going to help you get it into the faith realm versus just being something natural, okay? Okay, so even if you know this. Now, I want to qualify this with this thing. I do not listen to motivational, and I say motivational because I do listen to spiritual, but I don't listen to motivational type teachers teach on finances. I don't listen to Susie Orman. I do not listen. Well, first of all, 
uh, her, she has an alternative lifestyle. My mom is just like a big Susie Orman fan. And I said, but mom, she's, how do you know that? I said, well, it's on the internet. <laughs> you know, you can learn a lot of stuff off the internet you don't want to know. But anyway, I don't listen to her. And I don't know what she says, and I don't want to know. I don't listen to even some of the Christian teachers. They're Christian, but they're more motivational than they are in the fact that they approach it with faith and spiritual things. And so I don't listen to them. I don't know, I don't want to know what they say. Now, I'm not saying this to be ugly. I'm just telling you, I got this from the Holy Ghost. I didn't get this from any teacher. He gave it to me. Amen? And um, I never have heard anyone teach this, but it's, it, 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 it makes sense, and I'm sure other people are. And besides, the Holy Ghost doesn't ever give something to just one person. Hallelujah. He wants everybody to know. Amen? And so God spoke to my heart, and He just said, Arrange your bills according to the smallest to the greatest. Now that's probably, other people may say that. So maybe you already did that. So I took my smallest bill of my three and I, I said, okay, you're on the top. And he said, you start with the smallest debt and pay all you can on it every month. And I, uh, so this particular bill, bill uh, <clears throat> sometimes I might pay on it three times a month because it was, I can pay it on the internet, you know, the way it was set up. Um, and then he said, pay only what you have to on the others. Another, and so what that does is it focuses you on the smallest. And so it gives you a faith focus. Okay? Y'all got that? Because sometimes we scatter our faith too thin. Do you know what I'm saying? And our faith will fail just because our faith is scattered too thin. We're trying to go in too many different directions. We, in other words, we get kind of overwhelmed. So y'all see what I mean, okay? So we, he told me to do this. And he said, you do, and this is the part I like. And so I say this to you too. He said, you do this and I will take care of the rest. You know, the law of the first, pastor said. And so, so that's what I did. And before a month and a half was over, I had a big, it was pretty significant. It was a pretty significant bill. Paid off. Paid off. And the others were just there. Still, I mean, they were current, but they were not, you know, they were not going. So anyway, so I opened my little folder, and I wrote the date, because we've already said paid in full, but I wrote the, or paid, we stamped, so I wrote the date. And I was like, oh, I'm so happy, hallelujah. You, you don't know what faith encouragement that was. Hallelujah. And I just took this smallest bill. I want you to have this, because I tell you, I, God wants to do this for you. And so this pinpoints our faith. This gives us a faith focus, and it pinpoints our faith like a laser in one area. And it gets your focus off the whole thing, and it relieves pressure on you. Hallelujah. And before this, and maybe nobody else is dumb like this, but I was just trying to do as much as I could on all of it, and I wasn't getting anywhere. But when I started doing it this way, I got somewhere fast. Amen. And it also gets your focus on the Word of God, because you know you're following God's instructions. And there's nothing like following God's instructions and being confident that you are to give you a boost in your faith and give you a confidence in your faith. Amen? Hallelujah. And, it and then, you know, it, it just helps you to take your thoughts captive and, and you, you quit worrying about being defeated. You quit worrying about how big it is and how, oh, my Lord, this is so overwhelming. You couldn't do this in a million years. Well, I couldn't, but I'm believing for God to put His supernatural into my natural. Do you see what I'm saying? 
Hallelujah. So how many of you can do that? Hallelujah. So this is going to be simple, folks. And God's going to take care of the rest. Well, now I'm on bill number two. Okay? And I've got myself, and it's bigger than bill number one was. You know? But I got my faith focused like a laser on it, and I'm not even thinking about number three. And it's bigger yet. You know? But how, I'm confident. I am so confident about this. And I'm confident for you, too. Amen? So we're going to do this, all right? And you're going to release faith. All the, I mean, you're just going to be praising God. And when you pay it, you're going to be so excited. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> now, there's another principle I want to share with you tonight. Okay? Are you all ready? I mean, y'all aren't near as excited about this as I am. But I'm telling you, things are flowing for me. And they're flowing in a time when it's not been a good, it's not really a flowy time. It's not, but things are flowing, things are moving, and it's not been a, it's not been like, you know, just, oh, wow, you know. But it, there's something about getting faith in the supernatural into this. Hallelujah. And, you know, we don't want to waste any time in this pulpit. We don't get up here and pastor teach three or four weeks or whatever he did on something that we are like, well, you know, I don't know, maybe this. No, we think it's going to work or it's going to be God and it's, it's doing something for your life or we wouldn't be doing it. So here's another principle. And this, is, this was such a major thing God did in my life. You do not know how big this is for me. But a while back, <coughs> God started showing me about the storehouse principle. Now, I could teach for four weeks on this, but I'm not going to. I'm going to teach one night. So you better get it. You better be getting it. You better be alert. You better be saying, I want this. I got to know. Hallelujah. How many of you don't want to live from paycheck to paycheck? Does anybody in here, put your hands down. Does anybody in here want to live from paycheck to paycheck? Nobody does. Okay, we're on the same page. Hallelujah. Well, <laughs> praise God. Hallelujah. How many of you want when something comes up like the refrigerator goes out, you don't want to have to go downstairs and charge one. You want to just go buy a refrigerator. How many of you like that? You like that? I like it. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> thank you, Lord. And thank God for Sears. We'd be using a cooler. There was years that we'd have been using a cooler if it wasn't for Sears letting us pay it out. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I don't want to live like that. That's not what that's not what's preached in this church. We believe in prosperity. And I've been believing God for keys for several years, and He unfolded something to me. I'm going to give it to you. So the storehouse principle, He began to show me. And in Malachi chapter 3, verse 10, if you'll turn there, you're going to get, you're going to get something that's going to change your life because I know I already proved it. Amen. Malachi 3 verse 10. And you know, I didn't get this. Uh, you know, there's other men that have proved this before me. Actually, a friend of mine in Miami who I have never seen. I have, we have been, I guess we're pen pals over the internet and on the phone too. But I have never laid eyes on her. And, uh, <laughs> except for a picture. And uh, she got me hooked onto this. A while back. And uh, she is, you say, well, she might be something wrong with her. No, she goes to Words Alive, uh, which is Words of Life, not Words Alive. Words of Life Church in Miami, which is Brother Stan Moore, who Brother Hagen was just like this with. And so she comes from good place. And uh, 
And the reason we know her, I know her, is because about six years ago, I think it was when we were in the offices down there at A.H. Bean, she, uh, her husband is an engineer, like he's the head of the engineering department at, at what is that, University of Miami. And he thought he was going to be hired here. And she was looking for a faith church, and so she called us at the church office, and we've been talking to her ever since, but he never got the job. But we've been talking to this lady ever since. And so, uh, and you know, she has not written, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not just saying this, but this is a divine hookup. It hadn't been about six weeks ago, unexpected money. She sent $500 to Word of Life Church. Amen. Y'all like that? Amen. I think she's God. Don't, I mean, she, she's got God in her, don't you? Hallelujah. I believe she's on it. So anyway, <clears throat> uh, thank you, Jesus. Uh, so Malachi 3.10, are you there? It says, bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse. Notice that God has a storehouse. And he said, bring the tithes there. And that's the local church. We know that. So we're to put into God's storehouse. Amen. And then in Deuteronomy 28.8, and y'all are very familiar with this uh, chapter because it's all the curses of the law and the blessings too. The blessings over here first we're going to look at. We're not going to look at the curses tonight. We're redeemed from all them. So we're to, so we're to, put, into, we're to put into God's storehouse our tithes. And, and I've been doing that for years. Have y'all? Amen. Praise God. And we are to have our own storehouse, 28.8. The Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in thy storehouses. It says not even storehouse. It says storehouses. And in all that thou settest thine hand unto, and he shall bless thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. So the Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in thy storehouses and in all that thou settest thy hand unto, and he shall bless thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. I'm so glad God got me this revelation. There is only three times in the Word of God where there is the commanded blessing. And this is one of them. It says he commands, God commands the blessing upon your storehouses. It doesn't even say he commands the blessing on the local church. It does say in Psalm 133.3 that he commands the blessing on unity. And then in Leviticus 25.21, he talks about a commanded blessing, and it's talking about a storehouse. There, it's, 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 it doesn't specifically say storehouses, but that's what it's talking about. And so God says in Deuteronomy 28.8, he's going to command the blessing on your storehouses. Well, if you're going to get a commanded blessing on your storehouse... You're going to have to have a storehouse. Amen? Does that make sense? So one morning, as I was meditating these things, the Lord gave me some specific instructions about storehouses. And this is going to help you. It's going to bless you. Um, and so, first of all, you need to have a storehouse. Hallelujah. And one of the things, well, let me just go down my list, be easier. He told me, I've been meditating on these things, and I had, I had unction, I had inspiration that this was good, this was God. And so he said, one morning he said, start a storehouse. Now, we've had savings accounts before, and did, but we had never called it a storehouse. And the Lord said, I want you to start calling it a storehouse. Amen? Amen. You know, sometimes it's just important 
to do things God's way, the way he says, and not do it the world's way. And the savings is the world's way. And besides, you know, I'm not inspired by savings account. I'm, I'm not really, I think they're 1% interest right now. Pastor told me in three months, if you had $1,000 in there, you'd get a dollar at the end of three months. That just does not inspire me. I'm sorry. I wasn't even inspired when it was 5% interest. So I'm sure not inspired by 1%. Are y'all inspired by that? No, but I tell you what I am inspired by. See, I never like the natural side of anything. And I did not, I don't, savings is like, big deal. Why would I want to save? But when I, when God showed me the, <laughs> let's go to the mall. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, praise God. No, but, you know, no, I liked having some in there, but, you know, it was never a faith thing to me. It was never an inspired thing to me because I wasn't doing it God's way. Okay. So he said, I want you to open a storehouse. I want you to, I want you to start a storehouse. I want you to call it a storehouse. And see, I can get real fired up about anything in the Word of God, and he said he is going to command his blessing on it. So already that made me want to run around the house. I'm going to get a commanded blessing on my storehouse. Hallelujah. And he, so he told me to do that. And he said, don't call it a savings. Don't call it the Christmas club or whatever they have at the bank or your IRA, your fund in your IRA. Don't call it that. Hallelujah. So even on, uh, well, I'll tell you that later. So, uh, and then he said, I want you to speak over your storehouse. Well, we know that that's a kingdom principle that we do not have to teach again in this church that we're to speak to things, right? So we won't belabor that. But he said, speak over it. And he said this, he said, activate it and keep it activated by putting into it all the time. So at this point, I'm like, okay, I gotta have, I gotta have something. So I run to my purse and I get a $20 bill. You know, I'm like, I'm gonna start this storehouse. And so I put it in my desk drawer. And so, and you know, cause I have a little place in my desk drawer that sometimes I'll put and hide cash. I shouldn't have told y'all that. <laughs> Hallelujah. There are people that know how to get in my house in this room. Um, <laughs> like my son <laughs> and you know and Colin I'm glad he's not here sometimes we have come home before and then at church him have a shirt on of his dad's and like how did you get that shirt well I needed one and you know it's like and you know it's funny because it just he was wearing that red shirt the other day it just don't never come back hallelujah <laughs> and it was a polo you know he didn't go for the Sam's Club one yeah, no, he's, anyway, so, um, so I'm running, so anyway, I put this in my desk drawer, and so the next morning, um, and the Lord told me this, he said, the amount does not matter. Now, that was really good news to me, because how many, you know, some of you could say, I, I'm out of this, this isn't going to work. Don't say that, because the amount doesn't matter, okay? And so the next morning, I had, I did this one day, and then the next morning, the Lord said, get an envelope and write storehouse on it and do it today and put the money in the envelope and we're going to give you all an envelope here in a minute amen we're going to do this tonight we're going to let you do it tonight and even if you already have a savings you're going to re you're going to restructure your faith you're going to reload and you're going to call it a storehouse okay amen and then he said every time money comes to you continue to do what you've always done which is tithing and sowing seed. I've always done that. Well, for years I've done that, since 1980. And I'm not about to quit. 
He said, continue to do that, but take a portion and put it into your storehouse, and the amount doesn't matter. Sometimes you may be able to put more than others, but if you can't put but a 50 cents or a dollar, put something in the storehouse, amen, every time. And when your envelope equals $500, now remember we're getting a commanded blessing on this, okay? Then put it into a bigger storehouse. And so I was, we put it in the, we, we put ours in the bank when that happened. And it happened, it wasn't three days till we had $500 in that envelope. And I'll tell you about it in a minute. And then he said, and then start over in your envelope. Amen? Amen. Now I'm going to go on here. God wants all his children to have a storehouse. Deuteronomy 28 is not for a few select children. And he said there that he wants to he wants to command the blessing upon your storehouses. Amen. So you're going to rename all of yours if you have any. If you don't have one, you do tonight. Amen. And he said he wanted all his children to have a storehouse even if you're in debt. Now one of the things that had worked against Pastor and I you know, where, and you know, just forgive us if you think this was just wrong thinking, and it was, but you know, we was doing the best we could. Hallelujah. We've always been tithers and givers, and we've had great harvest. I can tell you, we have had great success with our faith. God has blessed us so immensely. But you know, He gave us further revelation here. And uh, one of the things that's always worked against us where storehouse is concerned was debt. Because even like your house, let's just say you're paying 6% interest on your house note. And most of us in here have a house note. We've called it paid and everything, but most of us are still making that payment, you know. Not all of us, but some of us. And, uh, you know, it just didn't make sense to me, because see, I wasn't seeing it from the spiritual side, but it didn't make sense to me to put my money in a savings account and get 1% interest. It would be, it, to me, it made more sense to pay more on our house payment. And so we've done that kind of thing for years where we would pay extra on a house payment and pay extra on this and pay extra on that. Trying to get that old interest devil off our back. You know what I'm saying? And so, because it's like, well, you know, the bank's not going to give you anything anyway, so we'll get this off and it'll, you know, and, <clears throat> and so, but see, we weren't seeing the spiritual side. We weren't seeing the spiritual side of the storehouse. We weren't seeing that if we didn't have a storehouse, God couldn't give us the commanded blessing. Amen? So, praise God. Well, hallelujah, I'm so thankful to the Lord. And uh, <clears throat> so, when money comes in, we still tithe, still sow seed, and then we, and, and we, but then we put some in our storehouse, and then we pay bills. And then we take the rest of it and supply the needs of our family. What we, what we need to buy, we buy. And in Psalm 37, 3, we read this scripture Sunday morning. I want to see, show you, it's, it's in here. I think it's really hot in here. It may be me because I'm so excited. Thank you, Lord. If you're, if you're with me, fan or something. In a, Psalm 37, 3, trust in the Lord. You know, that's part of the, that's the first prerequisite, isn't it? Trust in the Lord and do good. Now, anything that's in His Word to do is considered doing good. Amen? And so when we do this storehouse thing, we're doing good. And He said, then you shall dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. When we do things God's way and do good... He is under obligation by the Word of God to see that He supplies our needs and that, our, and that we're fed. 
So don't feel like I can't put any money in my storehouse because my kids need this and my husband needs that and we need this and this is worn out and this is... No, he said you'll be fed if you do good. And this is a do good. This is doing something God wants you to do because he's wanting to get the blessing to us. Amen? And so, and then I wanted you to look at Proverbs 6 because I want you to see how we know that a storehouse is right. How do we know this is right? I mean, we see that in Deuteronomy, but we have another proof that a storehouse is the right way to do things. And it's Proverbs 6, 6. Oh, that feels good. Thank you. Hallelujah. Proverbs 6, 6. And it says, Go to the ant, thou sluggard. See, in Proverbs is the book of wisdom. Go to the ant, thou sluggard, consider her ways, and be wise. I want to be wise. Which having no guide or overseer or ruler, nobody standing over the ant's head making them, okay? Provideth her meat in the summer and gathereth her food in the harvest. So the ant puts things away for another time. The ant makes a storehouse, okay? Y'all got that? And so then, you know, the question may come up to you. Well, okay, I'm starting my storehouse. I'm going to do this. I see it. Boy, Debbie, I, I understand. But do I ever spend my storehouse? And the answer to that is yes. Yes. But you don't spend it on the trivial. You don't go get out of your storehouse just because your flesh wants something. But you're led by the Spirit when you get out of your storehouse. And there's two reasons God wants you to have a storehouse and two reasons He'll lead you to get out things out of your storehouse. And one is in 2 Chronicles 22. Hallelujah. Oh, man, you are going to have such a storehouse by the end of the year. i got to tell you how God's blessed us since then. I'm telling you. I am telling you since we did this. And some of it's little stuff, but I, I can't wait to share. 2 Chronicles 22. Just since we changed, and we already had a savings account. Pastor had a, a money market or something. I don't know what it was. That was his she money. She don't know I have it. <laughs> he had something. I don't know what he had. It wasn't real big, but he had something. <laughs> and it, did, it wasn't increasing. It wasn't going anywhere. It wasn't doing anything. Amen? Because we didn't have it. We didn't have our faith on it right. We didn't see it right. We didn't know what it was. We didn't know what the purpose was. We didn't know, we didn't have all this, we didn't have revelation. You know, it's, that's it. It just takes revelation. All it takes to prosper is revelation. People that have revelation prosper. You know, the pastor's been reading that scripture. To him that has, more shall be given. Has what? Has revelation. Amen. Uh, <clears throat> Praise God. 2 Chronicles 22, verse 14. Now, I would advise... Oh, that's wrong. Uh, that's wrong. Uh-oh, got the wrong... Got the wrong scripture wrote down because there's no... It may be 1 Chronicles. Let's try that. Uh, First Chron yeah, I think it's going to be. 1 Chronicles 22, 14. David said, Now behold in my trouble. Now, hey, right there, that should set some of you free. In the time of trouble... And you may be in trouble financially. You may have financial troubles. But now behold, in my trouble, I have prepared for the house of the Lord a hundred thousand talents of gold and a thousand thousand talents of silver and of brass and iron without weight, for it is an abundance. Timber also and stone have I prepared, and thou mayest add thereto. Hallelujah. One of the reasons God wants us to have a storehouse 
And we're not ever to shut our storehouse off from the leading of the Spirit and from God. Because He has us do it in order to prepare for the house of the Lord so that when He says, sow it, we've, had, we've got something stored up just for that. You know, pastor comes up and says, we got a new project. And you know, somebody's got something stored up just to do that. Like right now, we're believing for $20,000. $20,000. Well, somebody needs to have that stored up. Or a bunch of people need to have... Four people need to have $5,000 stored up, or two people need to have $10,000 stored up, or I don't care how they break it down, but we've asked God, we've called on God, and so He's not going to rain it down from heaven. He's going to call on some man in this earth. And God said there's a, a, there's a small lad with five barley loaves and two fishes. And we're believing for him to come forth, and for checks in the mail, and hallelujah, and I've been telling God to wake up everybody we know and everybody knows us and everybody got a heart for God. And, and I don't even think we have to know us. I have literally heard of people getting a name and not even knowing who it was. And so, you know, we're believing for that, uh, you know, to do, to do the Lord's work. Not for ourselves, but to do the Lord's work. So God has us put into storehouse so that He can call on it. Amen. Because most of you in this church right now that even have a heart to sow into God's work, you couldn't do it. I mean, you might could sow a little seed, but you really couldn't do what God, you couldn't do that. And so it's time for us to be able to do it. So we got to start, you got to start somewhere. And this is where you start. Amen. So in Genesis 41, this is the other thing that he has us do this for. This is going, this night is changing your life. This is the most significant night that you've had in a while. When you start putting a demand and faith on God, He will go to great lengths to get revelation to you. Uh, Genesis 41, 35. And this, is, and, and, and this was Joseph, but it gives a principle here. And let them gather all the food of those good years that come and lay up corn under the hand of Pharaoh and let them keep food in the cities and that food shall be for store to the land against the seven years of famine which shall be in the land of Egypt that the land perish not through the famine. And so God has a store up so, so that for the house of God so that when He wants to move on us, He can use us to be the givers. Amen? Hallelujah. It's not God's best. When Oral Roberts had that need for him to have to go to a racetrack guy that ain't saved down in Florida. Because nobody in the body of Christ could do it. Did y'all know that? That's not God's best. And of course we know the wealth of the wicked store up the righteous and all that. But still God would rather use this, the man of God. It's not God's best when your children have a need for somebody else to have to step up and do that. And God will do that. And He'll prove His faithfulness and His love to you. But that's not walking in God's highest and best. God's highest and best is you say, let's go with them all. You know, we'll just go get it. Hallelujah. And you know, it's wrong. If you get out of balance on storehouses, it won't have the commanded blessing on it. I can tell you. Because I've seen people who had savings accounts in the church and their daughter needed a... We had this and maybe this is one reason I just was like... Uh, but... Uh, Greed just gets in people's hearts sometimes and his daughter needed a prom dress and he wouldn't buy it. And he had saved. Greed is going to shut your storehouse down. It's going to shut the whole, it's going to shut everything down. And you know, you say, well, the world's greedy and it don't shut it down for them. Yeah, but to whom much is given, much is required. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, and so uh, in here, it's not only for God's work, but also to prepare you for what's ahead. So that when you need that refrigerator, you got it in the storehouse. 
Amen? When the accountant says, uh, you owe more than you put in this year, it's like, well, that, you know, well, I wish it wasn't that way, but that's no problem. We got it. Instead of, oh, my Lord, how are we going to do this? Oh, Jesus, let's file for an extension. No. Then you, you know, praise God. That's not God's best. Hallelujah. Thank God they let you. Some of us would have been in trouble some years if, if, the, if, the, if the IRS hadn't been merciful. Hallelujah. But you know what? They're not merciful for long. Have y'all? I'm telling you. Hallelujah. Uh, <clears throat> so, uh, I did all these things that God told me to do. And it wasn't three days till we had $500 to put in a better place. And I'm telling you, not from... It was, you know... And this is tax season, and we had to come up with $3,500 for tax... I mean, it was, you know... It was... And we were... Doc Pastor said, we were shaking out the couch cushions to get the IRS paid this year. Believe in God, and and I'm, I'm I'm sorry. This was not like, oh yeah, Miss Debbie, y'all just see. A lot of people don't see us right, and they think, oh yeah, well they're just rolling in it. Well, we are. Just keep saying it. Amen. <laughs> I'm agreeing with you. Hallelujah. Uh, so anyway, when God first put this in my heart, though, I just got excited. You know, I got the twenty dollar bill out and all that, and uh, uh, but it came into my heart that first day, to put this to a test, just to a little test. And I said, okay, God, I've just activated my story. And I was in total faith. I wasn't in doubt testing God. I was in faith testing God. And so I'm believing God that it's just so anointed. That, and so I'm thinking, how can I, how can I, I need some money. I want some money in this storehouse. And, you know, without just getting out with a cup on the street and seeing if God would anoint it, you know. Hallelujah. So I'm like, what can I do? And I had sold books on Amazon before. Not many, but I had done that a few times. And I decided it was more trouble than it was worth, and I'd quit doing that. But I read books all the time. And so sometimes I read a book, and I think, I'm not ever going to read you again, even though I liked you, but I know it's that was it, you know. And so I don't read them if I don't like them. But, uh, <clears throat> and I had some of those, too, where you start about five pages, and you go, eh. And so I had some of those. And uh, I had put them out in the garage just to give to Salvation Army. But I thought, I'm going to test this out. And if I've done what you've told me to do, this will be so anointed. So I went on Amazon and listed 12 books. In 12 hours, I sold five books. In 24 hours, I'd sold seven. And it was not, it didn't mount to a hill of beans. I mean, I think I made $38. And you know, Pastor said, and I had to go to the post office and mail them all. Because <laughs> you know, you got two days to ship and all this kind of stuff, and you got to buy a mailer, and you know. And, you know, but I made a total of $38, so it was no big deal, but it showed me that there was anointing on this. Amen. Amen. Praise God. So uh, we have storehouses going. Pastor has a storehouse. I have a storehouse at the bank, and then I have my envelope. Amen. And then we're start the Word of Life has a storehouse. Hallelujah. We have a storehouse now. It's not a savings account. It's a storehouse. And my goal, my goal, my heart is that every surplus Sunday, all of it goes into the, that's what I want to do. You know? <clears throat> Hallelujah. But sometimes you just have to put in what you can put in, but you always put in something because you keep it activated. Amen? Amen. Well, let's pass out the envelopes. There they are, ushers, right here on the front row.
Let's give everybody an envelope. They won't have any excuses. And they will automatically be doers of the word. It'll just automatically happen tonight. Give every man, woman, boy, girl, everybody an envelope. Because both the husband and wife. Because it said storehouses. And if you only have, maybe you already got a savings account, change it to a storehouse and get you another one, one per, for each, one for each of you. And you know, um, uh, one for each kid too. Get them a storehouse and rename it and let them call it their storehouse. Hallelujah. Give them some money to put in it. Because I tell you what, I don't understand it. My kids were always blessed. We got the poorest youth in the whole world in this church. <laughs> Carter's tithe is bigger than the youth. And I'm like, what is wrong with these folks? They need to activate their faith and get something on, you know? Hallelujah. We, we, they, ought to be, they ought to be entrepreneurial. Hallelujah. Praise God. Caitlin, you know, 21 cents. Had to put it in the computer. <laughs> but praise God. She's, I'm, I'm all for it because she's learning something. She's learning to tithe. You know, it's not hard to tithe when you're old if you tithe when you're little. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, it was so cute. Emily on her offering envelope. She don't put the amount sometimes. She puts how many coins she has. If she has five coins, she puts five. If she, hallelujah, it's so cute. <laughs> hallelujah. Five monies. Five monies. She's got five monies. And it don't matter what they added up to. It was five. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We'll get to that step in school. Hallelujah. The next step. Amen. Okay, so get your pen out and write on your envelope right now. You're going to do this in church. I, I used a uh, permanent marker for mine, but we'll use pens tonight, and you can go home and decorate it any way you want to. You can put flowers around it, and then put, I want you to put something in it tonight if you don't have anything to put in it, not even a penny. I want you to raise your hand, and we're going to find you something here. You don't have anything, son? <laughs> He's the one with a new job and the raises this year. Do you have anything, Anita? Do you have something? Okay. <laughs> Does anybody else not have anything? Yeah. That, you know why Eric don't have anything? Because he gets it in the bank so fast it makes your head swim. <laughs> we used to laugh. Pen, just write on it with pen, pencil. I don't care what you write on it with. Storehouse. And you know, uh, when Eric was little, I mean, well, not so even not so little, you know, you could say, here, Eric, and hand him a bill, and whew, it was like, it would just disappear, it just disappear out of your hand so fast he could... He's been an accountant all his life. Okay, everybody got it? Now, because we're going to activate it. Turn over 20, Deuteronomy 28 again. Thank you, Jesus. We're going to even... Hallelujah. I don't know how excited you are about this, but you ought to be excited about God commanding a blessing on you. Amen. And, you know, I would just advise... Now, this is not absolute, but that's what I did. For the next three or four days, just to get it good and activated, just put something in it every day. Amen? And then, you know, just when money comes in, find something to put in it. Don't matter what it is. Hallelujah. But you'll find yourself being more excited about putting something into your storehouse than you are about going to Dollar Tree. You will. You'll be like, yeah, but I could put that in my storehouse right there. You know? And you know, you'll think, you'll think twice about that Starbucks. You know, you'll say, do I really want that? 
because I could put this in my storehouse. Wouldn't that be fun? Amen. Yeah, we got unexpected money from, we've got unexpected money several places. The, the Regions Bank said we'd been overpaying on our house payment. Got money back. Uh, we, we had, when we bought that Honda, we had some, and some of y'all may not know this, but if you still have some time left on your license plate, the state of Alabama has to reimburse you for that time when you sold a car. And we got that $75 back. Hallelujah. See, they're counting on most of you just leaving it there for them. Mm -hmm. And so they don't really tell you that. So, <laughs> hallelujah. So we got that, we got money there. And all sorts of things. Praise God, all sorts of things. Hallelujah. Is there, okay, so everybody got something in their envelope? Anybody not have anything in their envelope? Because we want to help you. We want to get you started tonight. And it'll be seed, good seats on. Anybody need something? Nobody needs something. Okay. Everybody got one? Okay. So is everybody at Deuteronomy 28.8? Okay, let's read this together. When y'all get there, we'll read. We're going to activate it now. Oh, praise God. The Lord shall command the blessing upon me in my storehouses and in all that thou settest thy hand unto and he shall bless me in the land which the Lord thy God giveth me. Thank you Lord that you are com you have commanded the blessing on us in our storehouses. We give you thanks. We activate it with our faith in Jesus name. And Lord, we're expecting we're expecting the, the all praise God, hallelujah. We are just expecting abundance. We're expecting supernatural things. We're expecting unexpected things. And Lord, we just thank you for all hallelujah. Praise God, praise God. Now you officially have a storehouse. Amen. Not a savings account. Now I want to advise you that if you have a savings account, go down to the bank and just give them a lot of trouble by making everyone in their word of life church is making them change the name of it you know you get to name it like you you put your name on your savings account didn't you so now instead of just michael and debbie billings it's michael and debbie billings storehouse account it's word of life church storehouse account amen praise god hallelujah and you know we did something so we could write checks on it because we knew it wasn't just a but we're not we're not going to we're going to be led by the Spirit. Not every time our flesh says something or we're going to go get something out of it. But we're not going to let our, we wouldn't let our little granddaughter do without a prom dress so we could have a lot in our storehouse account. Because that wouldn't be any more God than not having one, would it? But wouldn't it be nice not to have to put it on the charge card? Because I would. If she needed it, I'd put it on the charge card. Now, I don't care if it was 26% interest. If she needed it, I'd do it. And have, have done it. <laughs> have done it. Uh, and, you know, and not even sometimes when she needed it. Sometimes when Nanny just wanted her to have it, you know. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, I'm a soft touch on that. Yeah, praise God. Well, let's stand up. Praise God. Hallelujah. How many are you going to do this? Amen. How many of you didn't, don't just come to church to fill a pew? You come to hear something and you want to know and you're going to go home and you're going to be a doer. Yeah. Amen. Praise God. Well, what could we do?